very good morning, everyone. Welcome breakfast with Pat and Heels on this Thursday, the 1st day of February. Heels? How quick is Brand it? Brand new month. Paddy? We're into the year now, really, aren't we? That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a sign. January sees holidays go behind us. Yep. We're brought to you by MFP Easy, voted Queensland's best fiberglass pool builder, and Hyundai, the Hyundai SUV sale event. It's on now. We'd love you to have a chat this morning. 13 13 55 is our Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line where you can text us on 0467 736 736. Well, you got an MFP at your apartment block? No. You got a pool? Well, we've got a pool sort of over the front. It's called the South Bank Pool. Oh, okay. It's fairly large. Yeah, no handy access. <laughs> you get over there much? You go and have a little cool off? No, not a lot. But when Henry's in town, we do. When the yeah, grandson's yeah. in town, we spend a lot of time over there. Yeah, no, he's he's slowly moved from, you know, the baby one where the water spouts are. And yeah. He's, how yeah, good's that? Yeah, he's getting up to bigger A few pools, slippages. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's <laughs> a been few some. Kids yeah, there's, slip over. Yeah, there's been a few falls. <laughs> a couple of tears. It's all part of growing up, isn't it? Um, small attention span from uh, some members of the staff this morning because uh, Tottenham Hotspur are actually playing at the moment against Matty's Brentford. And uh, the bad news for all Ange followers, Brentford are leading 1 0. There's been quite excitement in the studio here in the build up to the show today. So. We will attempt to bring you as much of the show as we can, as Matty is uh, not interested in our part of the day at all. And you sat at home in the Tracky Ducks and watched the uh, Cricket Awards last night for the first time in a while. No yeah. dinner suit for you and uh, Helen all dressed up in the uh, in the finery? Helen not there very uh, much of it because she didn't get home for, from work. But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it started at 6 o'clock and was mm. finished by 730 uh, and, yeah, yeah, there was enough to keep you watching. And as we had uh, Crash Craddock on the show yesterday, Ben Horn, to be fair, and his other yep. his News Limited colleague had done all the legwork for them. And he, like you, uh, have as have done you've, in previous years, went through everything. And you said you'd never failed not to pick the winner. It doesn't the take that long. Yeah. They, you know, they might have had 30. You've got to look through 30 scorecards. Yeah. You know, 10, one day is T20s and uh, tests. And just see who would who would poll three votes with the boys yep. and the girls in the girls' side of things, uh, and two, three, two, and one. Yep. And Mitch Marsh took the uh, the AB medal. AB was down there to present it as well, which was fantastic. And his speech was brilliant, to tell you the truth. It was a mixture of of emotion because he openly admits he thought he was on the first mm. class cricketing scrap heap, and all of a sudden it's changed. And he's had a brilliant white ball. Recent career, and he's been, uh, you know, summoned back into that test side when everyone thought that Cam Green was the one that would take the all-rounder spot. Well, he for, had done it. Yeah, he had taken his spot, and he was back. He's retaken it, and Cam's now been squeezed in as well. Yeah, but yeah, great speech, one of the best ever. Um, that in in receiving the Allen Border Medal, uh, took us on a real roller coaster ride, and uh, through his interview, and then his speech, is very very good. Everyone knows I love a good time, and when you keep winning, it just gets better and better. So um, it's been great. But I'd like to um, pay particular uh, thank yous to uh, Ronnie and Paddy. Um, you just you believe in me, um, and I don't really know. I, I can't thank you enough for just believing in me. And, um, I'm a bit fat at times, and I love a beer, but. Um, <laughs> You see the best in me always, and um, you just, yeah, you've, uh, you've changed my life. So, uh, for your support, Patty, and your leadership, um, playing under you is an absolute dream. So, um, yeah, thank you very much. 
Uh, I should, should probably finish there, but um, just quickly to my beautiful family at home, to mum, dad, Sean, and Melissa. Um, you, I know how proud you'll be. Dad'll be sitting having six W's at the Coral Bay pub. Um, and he'll be telling me to stop crying, so uh, it's probably time to get off the stage. But um, this is a huge honour, AB. Um, yeah, thank you for being here. And I uh, really can't quite believe it, so um, I'll see you on the dance floor. How good. Apparently they got on the dance floor too. <laughs> I, I read a, an update at 8.37, our time, so 9.37. It said they all, they've all taken Mitch's advice. They're out there. They're all out there. Yeah, brilliant speech. Just a mixture of emotion. And, yeah, look, he, as we said, Heels, he admitted that he thought he was on the big-time scrap heap. Mm. And uh, all of a sudden he's revived it. And not only has he revived it in spectacular fashion, but he's a World Cup winner and and he's now the AB medalist, which is something that uh, will never, ever be taken away from him. And so. I'd, like to, I'd like to hope he stays an all-rounder. Like, uh, and when he is fat, he's not injured. Yeah. And, and like, because he didn't bowl against the West Indies. So he's got to be an all-rounder. So you've got to maintain your body and have those beers for sure. But um, do your role yeah. because that's what you're in the team for. He, uh, it was great. He never lacks uh, context. This was a, a second part of what he had to say to the gathered audience last night. I really hadn't really thought about it until uh, a few of the boys started getting stuck into me that they thought I was going to win it. And then I started thinking, maybe I'm a chance. Um, so I better had four beers at lunch, so I had to stop there. Um, <laughs> And now I'm sort of hoping that uh, me winning this is not like COVID and we'll look back in three years' time and go, that was a weird time. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of the great lines. Right, it is. Yeah. So, so it goes from the Indian tests over in India, uh, probably the Australian summer or the second second part of the Australian summer, then the Indian tests, maybe one day or whatever that was played after that, then the World Test Championship test, then the Ashes, then the One Day International World Cup. Uh, then nine games before the World Cup. Remember they played yeah, yeah, yeah. That's five right. yeah. in South Africa, then three in India. I'm not sure whether the three in India, which were warm-up games, whether they counted. I'm I'm not sure. And then Pakistan and West Indies this summer, or maybe just Pakistan. But um, yeah, that that's the the voting pool. Mm. Points wise, he won through. it easily. Yeah, yeah, two twenty three to one hundred and forty or something. Paddy Cummins next. What did you hey. notice on the red carpet, mate? Pardon. <laughs> What did you notice on the red carpet? Uh, I didn't see a lot of I've seen some photos. Oh, right. Long flowing gowns. Well, it's... See, you're the fashion expert. The fashion in the the blood. that is long. Yeah. It's supposed to be long. Yeah. What what else do you notice? That's not bad for you. Um, Red. I saw a bit of red. Colour. Yes, there was some colour. Did you... Any any one stand out? So this could be... This could answer my question. Any gown stand out for you? It sounds like a red one did. Um, well, Rachel Kawaja, I think, was in red. She was in the red, that's yeah. right. Looks so that's the, the one. Yeah. Do you think the, that's the, the – the standout for me was Elise Perry. Oh, okay. She had a really pleated uh, light green number. Uh, oh, yeah, I see number. that, yeah. Uh, she looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. And the, her arms and guns were shining. And yep. uh, she'd, she'd gone to great lengths with the tan because you can't imagine her having that tan as a cricketer. Yeah. So that she's gone up. real no, you got the sleeve mark. You yeah. know, the, they've been out in the sun and the sleeve mark, but last night she's all she's all one colour. She left with yeah. some prizes too. She did, didn't she? she took the ODI and the T twenty player of the year. But the big one for the uh, the women, the Belinda Clark medalist, was Ash Gardner.
also don't have a speech prepared. Um, I don't think I'll be as funny as Mitch, but um, I think obviously firstly just to thank the, my cricket family. Um, like I just mentioned, obviously going away for a, lo a lot of the year, um, it's a lot easier with, with all of my teammates, all the support staff, um, so a special shout out to you guys. Um, also a special mention to Pete, who I've done a lot of work with um, off the field to I guess get to, to where I am at the moment um, with my cricketing side of things. Um, and then, of course, to my family, um, you obviously know what, what you mean to me. Um, you're always there. Um, you pretty much come to every single game, whether it's grade cricket or whether I'm playing for Australia. And, of course, my partner, Mon, um, you see the good days, you see the bad days, but um, it's people like you that obviously make playing cricket a lot more enjoyable. Um, that's pretty much it. So thank you. <laughs> Uh, a yeah. deserved winner. Yeah, another uh, one. Well across spoken. all the forms. Um, yeah. Joseph said he didn't go to Melbourne for the uh, Alan Border Medal. Can I can see you dressing up for the red? Well, he's a fashion icon. I mean, as I said, it's in the it's in the genes, the fashion mm. and the, the Healy household. No, I did sort of uh, between fifteen and twenty of them in a row. Yeah, I was uh, as a player. It probably started uh, mid nineties, I reckon. Yeah, and then I was the, uh, with the Australian Cricketers Association. Had to say the welcome uh, for. About five years, five or six or seven years, and then, then with Channel Nine, you'd always be there. So, so I had one off. Mm. Just missed a, a few of the words, Stu, from your text on that uh, that text line oh four six seven seven three six seven three six. Morning, Patton Hills. Let's talk about the Australian under nineteen mm. side. We bashed England, did we? Yeah, nailed them. There seemed to be a bit of rain happening. Uh, so maybe England had to really go for it, but we won by 110 runs okay. <laughs> on the Duckworth-Lewis system. And, uh, uh, and the two guns he's talking about are uh, like Hugh, Hugh Wibkin is mm -hmm. our is the captain of the Australian under-19s. He's from Valleys here in Brisbane. Yep. And um, Callum Vidler, who's got a lot of a lot of wickets this tournament. He's quick. He's genuine. And he's getting poached already. Oh, okay. I don't know whether it's fair either. Uh, the New South Wales type. People are coaches of the Australian Under Nineteen team, and they're uh, in his ear. Well, oh, we'll give you this, and we'll give you that, and we'll we'll line that up for you. And and now there's pressure on Queensland to keep him. Come, uh, come on, Callum, get to us, please. Okay. Well, <laughs> was there as a rarity you acknowledging someone else from a club other than North? So that's fantastic. Uh, Callum um, was Wynnum too, I think. Right. Uh, Joseph, uh, just to answer your question, Heels didn't go down because he was busy. If you've picked up on the press this morning, the uh, the mighty Brisbane Heat have re-signed Xavier Bartlett, Jimmy Pearson, and Michael Nissan. We'll have Nissan on the show a little later yeah. on this morning. That's a great. Coup. I, I was just asking you off air. I don't know whether I'm putting you on the spot, but Munro Billings, Tall Paul, your your imports. Um, how's that? What happens with them now? Uh, they all go back in the barrel. Yeah, and which is very difficult, and I don't think it's good enough. I think we can. You should be able to keep your imports if you want to for yep. a period, whether that's two or three years, um, and commit to them. And then they have security too. Then they don't have to necessarily leave early. You see a lot. Let's say uh, Billings and Munro, they're at uh, the ILT Twenty now in either Dubai or they're in the South African T Twenty comp, which is on at the moment. Yeah. They left us early Dubai, to go to one of those yeah. because they didn't know they were going to get picked up for the Big Bash. They were in the draft, but if I don't get picked up for the Big Bash, I need to be in this one or that one. Mm. And so they, they combine it all. So if we could get a little bit more security in their tenure uh, at the Big Bash, we might keep them longer. So that would be good. Um, but we've got the right to match. We, we think all three of those are going to be in demand in the draft again this year. 
yeah. um, by other franchises. We're allowed to retain one. If someone says, I would like Colin Munro or Sam Billings and we want to keep them, we can match them. We can take them off them. And then we think, we suspect they'll then go to Billings. They'll take our other one. Right. And we can't do anything about it. And then Tall Paul will, because has shown his skill set that suits playing at the Big Bash, someone will get him and we can't do anything about it. Mm. Uh, we'll we'll try. We'll try, but we've got to have a lot of luck in the rotation of selection for it to, for him to be available in our turn. Okay. One skill set that uh, Billy Slater won't have at his, uh, at his uh, no. side this year is Cam Smith. He stepped away from assistant coaching with the Maroons and uh, Matty Ballon, who we had on the show on Monday, kept that pretty close to his chest. He's got the job. He'll he'll go into that dream team of Slater, JT, Josh Hannay and uh, coach the Maroons this year. But Cam wants to step back to concentrate on looking after the kids. He's going to continue his coaching down at the Corumban Eagles yeah. where his kids play. So that's great Jeez, stuff. must have some money down yeah. there. The um, <laughs> what, what, uh, it's a serious allegation that that uh, our greatest ever Origin player doesn't only for the cash. Well, he's left all that cash from Queensland and <laughs> going, you know, to catch juniors. Uh, uh, what about Matt Ballon's been involved in game yeah, day yeah. preparation and very so, lots of parts of it. So mm. that sounds like a good move. Yep, yeah, Billy would have handpicked that one. Keenan Palliser, actually, ex Bronco now Titan, back home on the coast. Uh, we'll have a chat to him as the morning unfolds as well. But it's uh, sailing on to 6.17 and Vanessa, Vanessa has joined us. Hopefully it's not another bad news morning, is it? Is that, are well, we slowly recovering? Um, yes, the recovery is happening, but we are being told possibly another tropical no, cyclone forming off the coast. It would be the third this summer. It's uh, just a low in the coral sea, over the Coral Sea and forecasters say some of the modelling shows it intensifying and moving towards the Queensland coast, but some of the modelling has it just staying put. So, look, at this stage, too early to say, but it could be by around middle of next week that we, you know, find out where okay. what's happening and what's going on. Uh, now, Bray Park residents are uh, well into the clean-up now from those uh, incredible uh, deluge that they saw on Tuesday morning. Uh, some of them are calling for buyback, a buyback scheme, because it is the second time many of them have been impacted in two years and, you know, have only just finished the repairs, only for it to happen again. Uh, also saying they weren't really adequately warned and so they want to, they're calling for an investigation into that warning system um, because no one really, you know, they were really were woken up by floodwaters in their homes. So yeah. it was a tough situation there. But the Premier did yesterday announce hardship payments for residents affected in that suburb. So $900 for families, 180 for individuals to cover some of those essentials. Um, little side note, on the way home from that press conference, mm, Premier that. Stephen Miles involved in a car crash. Everyone's okay, but he got rear-ended and pushed into the car in front. The car's a write-off, but he was back to work straight away, so... No, oh, he got, he got no his buyback. damage. Yeah, I know. So a buyback for the houses, do you think that's like an insurer, insurer writing it off, writing off your house? Yeah. And giving you the value and move on? I think so, like yeah. Because that's right, and some of those residents are saying, we just want a fresh start now. We don't want to live in fear every time it rains of, of the house going under new? and all that stuff. Is it new for Bray Park, uh, like in the last 10 years or Well, something? they're saying it hasn't happened much in the past, no, but yeah. now it's happened twice in two years, so... Anyway, moving on, uh, the peak sporting body in Australia, the Institute yes. of Sport, has released new guidelines for children and adults who play community sports. So it really covers everyone not in the elite competitions. 
So the concussion guidelines they have put out say a 21-day rest period for anyone who suffers a concussion, 14 days of symptom being symptom-free before resuming any contact training, extended rest periods for those who suffer multiple concussions. They want to see concussion officers appointed to local clubs. Um, so it is up to the individual sporting bodies as to whether they take on these recommendations or not. So, so who pays for the concussion officials? Well, that would be at the local club level, yeah. I would say, or the, you know, volunteer, for example. A medical volunteer or something. Yeah, or the uh, sporting bodies. It probably would just be another volunteer. But so what, what do your kids play contact sport? Like? AFL, both of yeah, them. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean, so technically yeah. if, if one of them is concussed, they're gone for three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, look, yeah, I mean. That's right. Well, as a parent, I mean, and I've never been to that position. But yeah. You well, want the best. And we have seen it, you know. We, I saw it in a in a girls under thirteens game last year, you know, just a normal contest. Oh, she hasn't gotten up, and then you know the first aiders go onto the field, and everyone's just holding their breath, just like, is she okay? What's happened? In wow. that case, um, they called an ambulance just as a precaution. She went to hospital for tests. She was totally fine, yep. um, but you know, did sit out the next week with concussion. But um, you know, it, it's just terrifying, and so mm. you do. But it is very hard for these local clubs to enforce. And yeah, there would be parents who go, "Oh, he's fine. He hasn't shown any symptoms. Yeah. He's fine." Let's, you know, carry on. We've got to get to a break, but it's a a big issue and Mm. it's covered well in the Courier-Mail today. Uh, For for those at home, if you want to have a look at it, there's a big article about it. But, yeah, it's around the the junior sport and what should be done. Uh, It's 6.21. Thanks, Vanessa. On Patton Heels for Breakfast, it's time for the Racing Queensland update. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Well, we were slim pickings yesterday, but we're back up and running today. We're doomed today. We've got uh, Chris Nelson on the line. Morning, mate. Good morning, Paddy. Good morning, Heels. And yes, uh, it feels like a Wednesday, but it's a Thursday. Yeah. Odd, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, just very quickly, <laughs> don't know whether you've seen, we didn't have a chance to discuss uplifting story from Benny Dorries in the Courier today. Uh, we mentioned yesterday that Benny Thompson, out of the blue, has been approached to take this brief riding yep. stint in Hong Kong. But now Ben's story today told us of the heartache that they went through when young Harry was born last year. Day 13, he underwent a 12-hour open-heart surgery. Um, everything's yeah. good now, but there were irregularities oh. in there that the specialist picked up and had to uh, swap, the, swap the arteries out of his heart. Yeah. The, yeah, it's a... That's unbelievable. It's a... It's, it's a good story now, but gee, it must have been uh, it must have been so hard early on for both of them, and something that wasn't in the press, and nobody seemed to know. Obviously, they kept that amongst themselves. But uh, yeah, and, and look, great reward for Ben uh, going over to Hong Kong. Uh, but there's one downside to that, guys. We'll miss him here. We really will. Yeah. We'll miss him on the punters, mate, and we'll miss him riding horses. Yeah, okay. that's right. He's, he's Well, both of them are wonderful ambassadors for the sport. I mean, Steph yeah. obviously did a lot of media with us in the early days, and she's coming back on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, she's got to yep. ride on Saturday for Dad Glenn. Good on her. Yep, she's riding one horse, uh, Magnus Bellagio, on Saturday. So that'll be great. And then I believe she's going to Hong Kong with Ben. So that's a short-lived comeback yeah. probably for a couple of months. Yeah, <laughs> good on them. I mean, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, we, we hear Zach Purton all, you know, saying the sort of money that they can make up there if they have a little yep. stint. Yeah, I mean, it can set you up, can't but it? it? But uh, how long is he going for? Unknown, uh, Chris. Yeah, Paddy a couple of months. Think, yeah, yeah. It's a couple oh, of that months, long. I think. Yeah, right. and it, yeah, look, it depends on how he goes, I suppose. But he just said it came out of the blue. They basically called him Monday afternoon or something. Like Liv. Yeah, yeah, a little bit like Liv. 
Um, Have you got one of those calls here? Or the IPL? No, I haven't got any yet. <laughs> now, I don't taking my home number out though. <laughs> I don't want to take. I don't want to put any extra pressure on you today. But um, and I know this has nothing to do with racing Queensland, but Belmont is off this afternoon because of the heat over in WA. So that's ruled out one of my punting options. What's that mean? It's about fifty degrees. Well, they're saying it was, oh, it was forty so. plus. They didn't start the meeting yesterday until really, really late, until you know, like half past five our time. But um, now they've got something like twenty-three races to get through over the weekend. Anyway, that's that's by the by. You better find us a winner at Doombin this afternoon. Well, I'll do my best. And now the track, we've still got yesterday's uh, details up. Oh no, here we go. It's just updated. Just clicked over them. We're a heavy eight, so we've improved from a heavy ten to a heavy eight. Uh, Scratchings-wise, there's still another hour to go before final scratchings. But these are still running at this stage, and I think they'll run well. Race four, number one, Plundering, is a horse you probably know well, Paddy. He, yes. uh, he's consistent, and he just, but he just doesn't win. That's the problem. He's won three of 13, placed on a further eight occasions. But his racing's been done in Sydney. He comes out of a race won by a horse we know contemporary last time out to Godolphin Galloper. That's a much, much stronger form line. Uh, than he faces here. He'll roll forward from that wide gate. He loves the wet ground. He ticks a lot of boxes mm. here. The only thing to keep an eye on, he is also nominated or accepted for two races at uh, Eagle Farm on Saturday. So they may scratch him yet, but as it stands, he's running, and I think he'll be winning if he does run. Race four, number one, plundering. And it's got the hot yeah. jock, CJ Graham aboard. It has. Yeah, everything I seem to look at these days has CJ Graham riding it, so she <laughs> is in demand. There's no doubt about that. Uh, race five, each way here, number eight, Bliss Miss. Has only had the two starts, both first up, so second up today for the first time. Robbie Heathcote trains Sammy Collett, SEN Track's own Sammy Collett, will be riding. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourth at the Sunshine Coast, first up behind Daintree Dreaming. was a good effort, got well back in the field and made nice ground late, and that was on a heavy eight track, so that's important. Goes from 1,200 up to 1,350 today and is around double figures last time I checked. Uh, a couple of these others, as in Elroy, who's well in the market, he's uh, just been mixing his distances of late. That's a slight concern, but I think Bliss Miss is on the way up. So we'll go with her, race five, number eight, each way. But that's all I've got for you, Paddy, at this stage. Mm-hmm. I'm a little okay. bit, uh, bit disappointed. I don't want to give you any losers, so I'm trying to steer you into winners. Good stuff. I'll take those two uh, with the open arms. Thank you, mate. Mm. Thanks, guys. Thanks, we'll, Chris. Chat. we'll chat again tomorrow. It's a bit okay. strange. Yes, it is. That's right. Normally you get that little extra day off. You don't have to put up with us, but you've got us back to back whether you like it or not. Yeah, Lee had us yesterday. <laughs> all right, mate. Thank you. <laughs> See you, guys. Just remember, what are you really gambling with for free and confidential support? Visit thegamblinghelponline.org.au. And I, I know hey. Keenan would be impressed with your answer. Yeah, How Keenan's, are you, mate? Good Keenan's to see you. Keenan's going pretty good, but I'm going even better on the quiz. <laughs> good morning. Thanks morning, for having mate. me. <laughs> hey, how is it? I mean, you obviously come through the, the heartbreak of, of a grand final loss, but I see you, you showed up early to training <laughs> down the coast before you had to. You, you're keen to get back into it. Yeah, I think I am. Um, I think that was the best way to kind of get over it was to try and settle into my new club and then hopefully try and find that same success at, at Titans and go that one step further, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Just say, hey, look, give us a, a quick snapshot of what it was like in those Broncos rooms after that grand final, man. I mean, there must have been utter devastation. Yeah, there were, there were, there were no smiles going around and everyone was quiet for about, 40 minutes before someone spoke up. And then um, I think when um, all the family started rolling in, that was the only thing that could kind of snap us out of it. And then it took us a couple of days before we got all, all got back together and 
kind of celebrated the year that we had and the success that we had. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. It's good that you didn't forget all the good work that was done uh, for just for a twenty-minute lapse, um, mate. And does it feel like you've gone home? You, you came through Palm Beach, Corumbin, and and Gold Coast, and the fact that it, it's a good team on paper made it a little easier to uh, transfer to. Um, yeah, well, it did feel like I was coming home. Um, I think my mum was the most excited about it all, even yeah. though I was only up the motorway that I was living. But um, now she gets to see my dogs whenever she wants, and I think that's the most important part for her. Yeah. I, but, hope, um, I hope you get an invite over for dinner occasionally too, do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course I do. Um, I try and get her to do the cooking, though. <laughs> God, he must have some big pots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So to, to me, it looks like you're perfectly placed for a good year. So fingers crossed you have all the necessary luck. You know, 53 games you've you've played and 27 years of age, that's almost perfect, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, another year of experience under my belt and um, my first final series last year. So hopefully yeah. I can just carry that kind of experience into um, this young team, I think we're the second youngest team in the comp, so a bit of experience is going to help. Hey, obvious question, difference between Kevy's methods and, and what you've seen of, of Desi Hasler so far? Um, Kevy, Kevy was um, really good with kind of bringing the team together with camaraderie and kind of making us gel, and he knew how to handle um, every personality. And then Des is more just hands-on and and kind of scares it, scares you into doing what he wants. So, yeah, and it works. He's got he's been to five premierships, so that was working. Yeah, yeah, no, no, good call. Um, what a, the area you're in, you know, the, the proper prop area and Ford Pack. It seems really competitive at the Titans. Uh, and is it feeling great? And how's everyone responding to everything you go through? No, yeah, it's good. Um, the competitiveness is what's pushing everyone. It's kind of it's probably been my um, toughest preseason, and I think that's more because there's so many of us in that forward pack that um, are kind of trying to get the get the best out of this preseason and put their best foot forward for round one. So um, we're all challenging each other, and I think that's going to help us in the long run. I know you're in a in a new environment, mate, but uh, so too I suppose Bo Fermor, who you know, even though he's a Titan. He had all of last year, basically, with the rehab group when, when everything seemed to be at his footsteps, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, when I got here, he was looked in perfect nick and he's been training well on the edge. So I don't think he's going to look out of place when he comes back. He's just going to slot straight back into the form he had, I think. And he's such a good footballer, mate. Well, uh, Josiah yeah, uh, Pahulu, is that how you say his name? You're, you're all raving about about him. Uh, he. It's only two years ago, or less than two years, he captained Ipswich High to state and national titles. That was in 2022. Um, and, and you know, you've now lost Leopie. Uh, but, gee, this school system's putting out some monsters, isn't it? Yeah, it's good um, to have the um, younger boys kind of trying to come through the Gold Coast system. I feel like that um, when I was coming through the junior system, everyone wanted to play for Broncos and... Um, to see that kind of starting to swing a little bit, it's a, it's a good thing to see. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is great. Hey, you don't get a chance to take on the Bronx until round 12. It's a long time to wait, mate, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But um, I talk to Paddy Carrigan every day, and he's <laughs> him and Jesse Arthur are always into me. But um, 
hunting me down in round 12, so it'll be a good game. <laughs> I, when you, you talk about Des, the one thing that Bo said yesterday, that for sure he's a strict disciplinarian and all that sort of thing, and he has his own quirky ways, but he said he isn't without a sense of humour. No, yeah, he does have a good sense of humour. Um, a lot of it goes over half the squad's head because he's a bit smarter than us. But um, he was a teacher. But the ones that the ones that do get it, it still takes a bit to um to click on, and then we all have a laugh. <laughs> you'll be running out after half time. Going, oh, I get what he said now. The mate Tino, Mo, Bo, and one that stayed under my radar anyway. And you might tell us how he might be going. Dave Fafita, how's things shaping up for him? No, he's going good. Um, he's recovering from that pec injury, so he's started running the last couple of weeks now and um yeah he looks in good spirits he's um bought into everything and so that's what we need from him he's um you know one of our leaders one of our star players and if we have him on um on and in form we can win most games yeah i i agree mate. and i thought last year he just looked that little bit trimmed down i thought that was oh, that yeah. was good how good a footballer do you think he can be he can be one of the best players in the comp i, I believe and um He's our game changer. So um, as soon as he's fit and ready to go, we have no need to rush him. We have the um, players to fill in until he gets set back. And then when he does, that's just a, a plus for us. And um, we shouldn't lose too many games when he's in form. Mm. And then Sam Verrills, is he good body-wise? He had that troublesome collarbone. Yep, yep. He's, he's good. He's um, doing everything at training. I think um, the whole squad's kind of flying into um, – trial matches in round one, just everyone putting their best foot forward and trying to have a crack, I guess. Mm. Yeah, and I know, I know the backs don't interest you, Fords, but I mean, as I said to Bo yesterday, I mean, they'd be like little Bantam roosters, these halves, when they all vying for a spot and running around, snapping at each and, other's heels. And fullbacks. Yeah, yeah, there is, um, there's lots of competition in every position, especially the halves. And, um, but yeah, I don't... I don't know the difference between a good and bad half. I just get yelled at by them, and I just run it to the spot. <laughs> yeah. and and the, and when it works, I like him, um, mate. What, what are yeah. your skills, Keenan? What are, what are we what are we supposed to know you? What do you want us to know you as? Is is it speed as well as strength? Is it size and bulk uh, with fitness? What what do you like to be known as? Um, well, as a winner. Yeah. Almost, yeah. but um, but probably just um, ball playing through the middle, just kind of trying to get the middle third around the park, and um, then kind of dishing it out to our halves and folds and stuff like that to get the wingers over the lines, and um, probably just having a big engine in the middle. Yeah, well, well, and role models or he- heroes of yours or <clears throat> most respected opponents with those sort of skills. Um, I'd be hard to go past Patty. Um, you know, playing with him for so many years and being one of my best mates, I learned a lot. I learned a lot from how he plays and how he handles himself. So, hopefully, I can take um, some notes out of his book and yeah, add it to mine. Yeah, fantastic, mate. Yeah. I, you might have. Did you do any training with him in, over the holidays? I, I saw him finishing a a pretty grueling uh, session at Burley. Were, were you with him at at times? Um, yeah, I was most times I was with him. Um, 
Well, because we, so we went to we did a trip around America to um for for, for about a month, and we had to so we had to fit in some training together there, and then when we got back, I was a bit out of shape, so he forced me to train with him. Yeah, hey, righto. <laughs> but I was good. Yeah, well, there were about three oh, yeah. others. I looked. I only saw Paddy. Sorry, mate. I looked straight past you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not too good. <laughs> hey, just a quick one, mate. Uh, most of the Bronx were at uh, Tom Brady on on Sunday night in Brisbane, and uh, Brady was uh, sort of left messages that I reckon would have resonated with the young footballers that that you know, as brutal as the losses or were, and we know he won seven Super Bowls. He said he tended to learn more from those brutal losses, and that that. Helped helped him set him up, set up for success. Is that something? Do you think that will pervade you know your mindset? Yeah, definitely. Um, I've watched the game a few times now after letting it settle in, and um, I've learned heaps from it. You know, the well, big one is that you can't you can't expect that you won until the hooter. You got to play to the end to the last bell, which we didn't do, and we costed for that. So um, there's a few other things I learned, and hopefully I can take that into my next grand final when we get to Poseidon. But, you know, at the time, you don't sort uh, did you understand that you'd taken the foot off a touch? Um, no, not no. didn't feel like we had, but um, when you watch it back, you, it kind of looks clear to me. But um, Yeah, wow. Well. But I'm saying that it's taking nothing away from the Penrith team and Cleary, you know, he's, he's having a career that he's had for a reason and he, and he did that in yeah. the last 20 minutes. Yeah, great call, mate. Yeah, um, yeah, good call. What, what's your pre-match season schedule? What's the pre-match game, a uh, pre-season match schedule? Um, I'm not actually sure. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't really looked into it. Kind of just been trying to get through day-to-day pre-season, survive that. So. <laughs> yeah. so you're living day-to-day at the moment, and then it becomes week-to-week, doesn't yeah. it? Get, get the body right, yeah, go yeah. again, yeah. one week at a time. Well, yeah. mate, you'll have to catch up with Hills when he's down. He's the king of Burley at the weekend, so look out for him. <laughs> <laughs> He'll lead you astray. Oh, oh, what, about your, what about your club? You know, are you associated, not that you have to play for them, but a, a, a coast club? Um, oh, what was that, sorry? You know, are you associated to a host plus cup team? Um, I haven't been told yet, but um, out of the two, I'd hope it's Burley. If it's yeah. a bit far, to be <laughs> yeah, mate. I'm Burley Bear supporter. I'll be there, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'll see you at Burley Pub afterwards. Uh, right, exactly eh? right. Hey, Keenan, mate. Great to chat, and uh, congratulations on the move. It's uh, it's going to be brilliant. All right, cheers. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Keenan. Me.